Welcome to Hello Intention, the podcast, a place where there's no judgment, no shame, and no guilt. Each episode is customized to help you discover and utilize the power of intention within while traveling along your life's journey. Let's begin to unpack all things reality. It's time, time to bring clarity to just how much our experiences both past, present, and even future, shape who we are, where we stand, and how we bring forth the best version of ourselves. I'm your host, Siobhan, licensed psychotherapist dedicated to helping individuals thrive, change expert, and life strategist. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to our intentional community. Before we get started, just a quick note. Hello Intention is not intended to be a substitute for obtaining and or building a personal relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hello Intention. So our topic is a pretty important one. It actually plays an integral part in our everyday lives. It walks with us through every single moment of everything we do, everywhere we go, everything we feel. Happy, sad, angry, frustrated, determined, optimistic. You name the feeling, you name whatever the experience may be, it's there. What is it? I'm sure you're asking. Well, our topic for today is mental health. But not only the points we may briefly hear about during Mental Health Awareness Month and the momentary headlines that flash, but I want us to get into the fact that mental health is truly a permanent, not optional, part of you, me, and every single individual in between. So, If you aren't yet aware, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. But the thing is, mental health isn't something that should just be on highlight for one month. And there are so many reasons why. And yes, I understand. And I, too, am one of the people who continue to advocate on a regular basis for mental health awareness. But I say that it shouldn't just be one month because I still see that there's so much more work we need to do to truly make it a staple and understood element of life. The reality is our mental health is present whether acknowledged or not, attended to, appreciated, or dismissed. There is no opt-out. So let's talk about it. I want to ask you a few self-check questions. Do you currently feel like you are overwhelmed with any aspect of your life? Your daily routine, maybe? Your work, school, life, family, balance? Do you have feelings of it's time to move on from where we've been for the last few years, but then you realize that this environment can still produce triggers? Maybe it's the extreme polarizations of politics, family dynamics, or other items that put us on constant edge. 
How are you feeling about what your day-to-day looks like? How you cope with the inevitable things that pop up? Because let's be honest with ourselves, they do. If any of these things bring about hardship, difficulty, and inability to appropriately cope, they can also lead to various effects on other abilities within us. They can lead to frustrations, trouble showing up for ourselves, trouble showing up for our responsibilities, being present, ultimately a lower quality of life. Now, I want to note that when I mention an ability to cope or an inability to cope, that can look different, will look different for everyone. So I encourage you to try to discover what your baseline is, right? So that's something that I often work with individuals on is where is your balanced baseline? Because from there, you'll be able to detect where your trajectory goes up, where it goes down and where you feel the most balanced. So that's just a side note. And if you'd like, we can talk a little bit more about that at a later date, right? But how does it affect your quality of life? How can it lower it? Examples, you can begin to have loss of sleep. Your mood can start to be affected. You can have gloomy days and a gloomy day here and there. I'm not saying that that is problematic. So understand that everything that I'm going to be talking about, everything I am discussing right now has a baseline, has what is deemed quote unquote typical for you, but what is then not. Okay, so that's that's the other part. And that's why this conversation is so important, because oftentimes when we say mental health, it automatically to some people means there's an issue. And, you know, that is not necessarily the case. Okay, so these elements can not only inevitably impact our lives, but When it is something that is kind of affecting us in not so great of a way, it can begin to break down our mental health. But these things can progress to a place where we become susceptible to losing ourselves and ultimately not operating intentionally, but rather on autopilot. Okay, so I went to the World Health Organization's website. And there are a few key facts that they have listed that I want to share with you. Number one, mental health is an integral part of health. Notice they say of health. Indeed, there is no health without mental health. I love that fact. Indeed, there is no health without mental health. You know, our mind really connects everything for us. And so you've got to be able to put into perspective how much your mental health contributes to your overall health. So number two, health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease. With this, it is important that we make note, right, that mental health is more than just the absence of mental illness or disorders. What does that mean? A lot of times, as I noted a moment ago, mental health is connected with mental illness or mental disorder. I don't want to leave you in any space with anything that's not completely clear. So in this place, what it's saying is that 
mental health is more than just the absence of mental illness. So it encompasses so much more. It's such a broader facet of our life. Okay. Lastly, I want to highlight what they provide us with as a definition for mental health. And it is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. I love the definition, right? It has such a holistic approach, which is what mental health is. So let's note a few things. I always tell people, and I know you've probably heard it many a times before too, right? If we attend to our cardiovascular health, our physical health, if you have a fever and you try to figure it out, figure out what to do about it, you clearly probably know where I'm going. Why then do we shy away from attending to our mental health? Why are there so many stigmas attached to mental health? I mean, this is a forever question. And yes, as a professional in the field, for me, this is just so heartbreaking. Every time I see how the lack of care for one's mental health changes where things are for someone or could be for someone or how they're able to live each day, live out each day, right? Um, how so many people don't have support for wherever their mental health may be. And it could just be that you're stressed and you're burned out. And unfortunately, you still have to put on this happy face or you feel like you still have to put on this brave, happy face. I want to tell you that you don't. And we've got to get to a point where if we're around people that don't understand it, there's nothing wrong with trying to educate people and help them come into a better space of, of um, receiving knowledgeable information. But I also don't want you to feel like that's your responsibility. If you're already trying to figure out how to kind of get yourself back to a place of balance, I don't necessarily want you to feel like I have to get this person to understand because you're also adding then another element of responsibility when in fact, what you should probably do first is tend to your needs and where you currently are seated. So I'll give you some, some tips in a moment. So I do want you to understand gone are the days, right, where we have to keep quiet for fear of being seen as weak or incompetent. Caring for ourselves, caring for yourself, your mental health, it's what makes you strong. It's what makes you aware, intentional, and so much more. So realistically, what you can do is start changing those negative attributes that other people have placed on the element of attending to your mental health and reposition it with what is positive, what it means for you, right? We don't have to allow other people to choose how we show up for ourselves and what we need to do in order to live a life where, you know, we feel like we're thriving. So you've got to choose you. We've got to get to a place of confidence where we don't prioritize what others might say versus what we feel in need. And sometimes, you know, I say might say because sometimes we feel like somebody's going to say something, but we've not really heard their perspective on it or even given them the opportunity. And sometimes people say things that are insensitive, um, but I do feel that if we don't alert them to that, then they may not realize that what they said did affect you. And that could be the one moment where 
you really try to make them aware of it. And then it shifts the way that they see it and understand it and how they show up for other people. So I want you to also think about the fact that walking around with weight that you can offload shouldn't ever have to come with shame. Okay. The persona of strong, the persona of hero, the persona of the one who is all too all seriously. These have got to go because they absolutely compromise your balance of you, attending to you, being healthy for you. I want you to pause for a moment. I want you to take inventory of what messages you received or maybe didn't receive about mental health and the role it plays in your life from the time you were younger to now. So just take a brief moment and pause. Think back, what was the message that I got? What was the message I didn't get? This will vary, of course, but I want you to lean in if some of the messaging that you picked up led you to ignoring your mental health, essentially operating as though it wasn't something that needed attending to regularly. Or was it that prayer would do it all? Now listen, don't get me wrong, y'all, and don't come for me. But if you know, you know. How many have felt like they couldn't speak of struggles or things pertaining to their mental health because it was always a pray about it or have you gone to church? Well, I'm going to tell you, please, you can do both. In life, the tangible, the touch, the empathy and understanding you may need and find as you are navigating a circumstance can be not only what you require at that moment, but maybe where your prayer leads you. I do believe you've got to seek the pieces and not always just wait for them to fall. So again, don't come for me. I am not saying don't pray. I'm not saying don't, you know, still use your faith, spirituality, or religion as your foundation. I'm also just offering up the idea that there's more that you could potentially lean into, okay? So whatever the messaging was or has been for you, here's where you now get to choose the narrative moving forward. Don't be apprehensive about your mental health. Rather, I encourage you to embrace it. Be honest with yourself about how you might be feeling each and every day. I want you to understand that, again, mental health is part of the makeup of every single individual. But I also don't want you to confuse mental health with mental illness, which we can talk about a bit more later in another episode. But for right now, I do want to bring you that clarity and I want you to see the difference. If you need to go back and replay the definition of mental health, no worries. Go ahead and do that. If you need a quick reference, let me give you a a slight distinction. An illness tends to be more of something that disrupts your state of being. It may interrupt for a period of time how you feel, think, show up, 
communicate and or behave, right? Just to name a few things. I hope that brought clarity. So now that we've gotten to this point, I want to give you some keys that will help this become practical. There are three things that I want to leave with you. To not only maneuver through the constant of life, but to also really attend to your mental health regularly. If you got a pause and you want to get a pen and paper, totally okay. Number one, it is okay not to be okay. Feelings of being down or being overwhelmed can be normal. Remember when I mentioned that whole superhuman part? Right. Here is where you take honest evaluations where you stand each day. We don't have to feel like we wear a cape. Take it off. When you feel like your cup is overflowing or it's empty, I encourage you to seek balance or replenishment. Number two, self-care is essential. Take a moment and pause. Self-care is something that has been given so many faces, if you will. And sometimes people picture it as this white robe, wine glass, instrumental music, playing moment. And let's be real, that just might not be it for you or for me. Real talk, sometimes I take me a self-care moment in the bathroom. And yep, I've got to lock that door. And even then, there are many times I still hear tiny footsteps or my name. And I make it very clear, I am unavailable at the moment. Now, of course... These are shorter, more impromptu retreats from the noise. But if that's what's needed, that's it. I'm not saying this for a moment of TMI. Because literally, all I mean, like, I could just be standing in the bathroom. I'm saying this so you can see self-care can be as little or as much as you need. It can be quiet moments with a book or a TV series. Self-care might be setting that doctor's appointment for that something that's been lingering. Self-care can mean saying no. Okay, let me pause because I'm going to bring you a whole episode on this one. But you get the point. So moving on to number three. Find someone to talk to. And not always just your friends, relatives, hairstylists, or barber. Okay, listen. I'm not saying that there isn't a time and a place for these conversations or venting sessions because sometimes they know you well and are quickly accessible. I'm just saying I want you to note when it may be time to bring it to someone who will also be non-judgmental, unbiased, and help you truly uncover the things you place on the table. Yes, y'all, therapy is what I'm talking about. I'll leave you with those top three for now because I think that's a good start for you to evaluate how these three things do or do not currently hold space in your life. It is amazing how often we extend ourselves to others, but sometimes at the expense of our mental health. So let's understand that our mental health should not be compromised for anyone or anything. Let's begin to become self-aware of what may affect our mental health what improves our mental health, 
let's utilize resources to ensure we are whole. There are techniques, strategies for some of us, survival mechanisms that we adopt as we travel through stages of our lives. The thing you must consider is that some of these behaviors or thoughts, etc., are one, possibly no longer serving you, two, no longer needed, and or three, not healthy or useful for what you want or where you may desire to go. Yes, the reality is that once we acquire these pieces and they become second nature to how we do life, it may be unnoticeable to us, and even more, it may be difficult to shift away from. This is where there will be new things that are required to replace the old, those behaviors, those old beliefs. The great part is, I know you've got this. So check in on yourself, where you are with your mental health. Don't opt out. Be informed. If you need to, seek support, seek a professional to kind of walk you through understanding your mental health a little bit more, what it means to you, your routine, your practices, and ultimately its priority in your life. I truly enjoy talking to you just a bit about mental health. I hope that from this episode, you've been able to take away just how important attending to your mental health is. Thanks for tuning in today. If you have not liked, subscribed, or shared, don't be shy. Please do so. I would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, be well.